So you love Jesus and are hungry for more? In this podcast, we will explore knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and learning how to share our story. My fellow brothers and sisters, these areas will make us strong warriors for Christ. And guess what? God will equip us in that journey. I am Melina, your host and teacher, or Jesus bestie, and this is the Holy Equipped Podcast. Hello, hello. Uh, Welcome to another episode on the Holy Equipped Podcast. I'm so excited that you are here and I must apologize in advance. I just moved into a new place, so um, I still have yet to find the perfect spot for recording um, where I don't have a lot of echo. (laughs) So if it sounds like I'm echoing, uh, it's because I am. Um, we moved into a bigger place, so we have less furniture. So there's a lot of sound bouncing, I think going on, but you know, we'll make do I'm still here and we're still going to talk about God and all things that point to his glory. Right? So I'm wondering, or I'm betting that you saw the title of this episode and you're thinking, why on earth? Would I title an episode that, or even talk about that when I'm literally, literally about to be a mom, like, like, as in like any minute now, like, this is why you're having an episode because I'm still pregnant (laughs) and 40 weeks at that. Um, so yeah. (laughs) And, um, you're probably wondering that, uh, what I'm going to talk about, but Hopefully, um, you know, at the time of recording this, I am still pregnant and hopefully by the time you're hearing this, when this posts that, um, I will be a mom. (laughs) And so, um, leading up to that, I definitely just wanted to, uh, you know, because I shared last week, I shared that I have been kind of putting off some of the content that I wanted to like any new content that I wanted to add or start diving into for this podcast, and also putting off reaching out to having uh, guests on the podcast, just because I knew of all the changes and everything that I would be going through this month of February. So with that being said, I didn't want to not post an episode. And so I thought, well, you know, I still want to put content out there that's going to point to Jesus. So here I am. I thought I would share um, just a little bit of honesty well, maybe I've done that before, <laughs> but, uh, just some testimony to hopefully inspire anyone who maybe wants to be a mom or doesn't want to be a mom or who's about to be a mom for the first time. Because I can tell you right now, you know, since I'm probably hours away from being a mom myself, who knows, um, whatever God's plan and whatever my son decides, um, that it is definitely a time of a lot of various feelings and various attacks. So as I sit here recording this, 
I actually have come off just a couple of days. The last couple of days have been pretty tough mentally. Um, this is my first week of leave. So, um, when I'm not working, <laughs> I, uh, I don't like not working basically. Um, but, uh, I have had some attacks from the enemy and, uh, he's been trying to get me to believe that, uh, this is going to sound crazy, but, uh, that either I'm going to lose my baby after all of this time <laughs> that I'm going to lose my baby or that I don't really want this, that I won't be able to actually love my baby. Yeah. These were, uh, recent thoughts I've actually had. And, um, as I'm, I was, I was going through them, processing, processing through them, praying through them and everything. At first I was thinking, uh, that this was probably normal. Like, um, nine months pregnant is, is a, a time when a woman is very hormonal and all. And so I thought maybe I'm just getting paranoid. Maybe I'm paranoid about like postpartum depression or that, um, maybe I'm worried that, um, I'm going to suffer from that after my son arrives and start to have some fears from that. And, um, I have been prayerful, um, throughout the pregnancy, but especially in these last few weeks leading up to labor to, uh, I've been praying for, you know, health, healthy birth and healthy labor time and to be able to have the strength and the courage to get through that. But also in the whole chapter of being a mom after that. And, um, when I realized that, um, I was being attacked, I, knew I needed to fight back. So in order to do that, I put on some worship music and I just started to actually speak out loud, not just in my head or writing, but out loud. Cause there's power in that. Um, and declaring that Satan has no place in my mind or in my home and that he will not cause me to have a baseless fear really of a loss that I've had no signs of and that he will not cause me to doubt and fear the love that God is about to bless me with through motherhood. And so that is where I'm at right now, just fighting off the enemy in Jesus name and believing in the truth of God and not the lies of Satan. Now, I just had an idea to make a future episode about the enemy and how very real he is because guys, spiritual warfare is real. It's in the Bible and, uh, yeah, I'll make an episode on that sometime. <laughs> but for now, I want to talk about the lies that Satan used to make me believe prior to becoming pregnant. There were lies that I had believed and in my pregnancy have then now or have now, um, believe otherwise. So here they are. I believed that I was too old to have kids. I believed that I did not like kids. Okay. I'm still iffy around kids, even though for some reason they love me. <laughs> um, I also believed that I could not love a child uh, my own child, the way that a mother should. And I, my biggest belief that I was believing the lie that I was believing was that I didn't want to have kids period at all. Now, let me explain all of these lies. So the first one that I was too old. So 
um, society defined that one, you know, you know, get out of college or whatever, find love, get married, have kids. And by the time you're 36, like me, (laughs) maybe you already have your three or four kids and well on your way to when you're in your fifties, retire and all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. Not for me, not for me. No, but society has a different definition of what my life looked like. I wasn't going to believe that uh, now, because now I see that God has defined what too old is for me. And at first I used to think 36, there's no way I would want to be starting a family and have teenagers if I wanted like three or four kids when like, and having teenagers when I'm like in my fifties or something, when I should be retiring. (laughs) But knowing my past and I've shared about my past in previous episodes and you can probably go back to previous episodes and, and kind of see some of my testimony there. Um, but with my past, there was no way I could have brought a child into this world without causing a lot of hurt, pain and damage to my child. Now that's not to say that, um, if, I had had a kid earlier or for anyone who has had a kid unexpectedly or earlier in their lives. Um, but that's not still a miracle of God. Um, a child life in and of itself is such a miracle. Um, so never, never diminish that at all. But, um, for my journey, my testimony, um, it was, for me to learn that being 36 wasn't too late because it was just the right time for me to have a baby. So for the first time in my life at this age, I live in stability and peace and healing from my past because it's always an ongoing journey with healing. And if anything, I'm proud to be able to show my child and my children, my future children, how God has prevailed and reigns in my life. If anything, an opportunity to point them to Jesus is what I'm grateful for. So then now the second lie that I was believing that I did not like kids. I still don't really like them. I'm sorry. You know, like, (laughs) I know it's like, I'm about to be a mom and I'm like, I don't like kids, but listen, I'm a high school teacher and I work with elementary as well. And I can tell you the elementary teachers would say the same thing about teenagers, you know, like we secondary teachers are like, uh, no, I can't do kids. I'll stick with the older ones. And I don't know how you guys do it. Then the elementary teachers are always like, Oh, how do you do it? Those older ones. Uh, they're so like, whatever. (laughs) And so like, they can only really handle the kids. Right. So it's a calling. It it really is. Um, but I know being a teacher and being a mom are two different things. So I'm looking forward to learning what that is because I think in my teaching experience and just throughout my adult life, having this discomfort around children has caused me to have this fear that I, um, don't, that I couldn't love my kid because, well, it's a kid. (laughs) Um, but, uh, that's just not true. And I know that through this journey, I'm going to learn to love kids. (laughs) Well, I, I better, (laughs) it's a little late now. 
Um, but this brings me to my third lie. The third lie that I was believing was that I can't love my kid the way that a mother should. I didn't think I had a mother bone in my body. And that's just not true. Um, is there really a definitive definition to a mother's love? Like, what is that? What does that look like? It's different for everyone. It's different for every relationship, mother and child relationship. And um, what I've learned is that God has taught me a lot through the healing from my own relationship with my parents and especially with my own mom. And even just through relationships in general, love relationships that I've been in um, with the going through the trauma of previous relationships from exes, um, going through divorce and all of that and being able to fall in love again with someone. Like I didn't think that was possible, but I did. And I got married again. It, it, it Love is possible. And the biggest love of all out of all of that was that I learned to love God and learn who he was so that I can learn to love myself as he loves me. Love is love. And we get that from God. God is love. And if I say I'm a believer, then I have that love dwelling in me. It tells me in Romans 8, 38 through 39, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. God's love cannot be separated from me. It's in me. So I'm sorry, enemy, but that's a lie. I am more than capable of loving my child if I have God's love dwelling in me. And now the last lie that I didn't want kids period. Nope. Now, when I got married, um, I, I knew I married someone who wanted kids and I thought I wanted kids, but I really knew deep down I, I didn't. <laughs> and, but there was more to that. It wasn't just that I didn't want kids. See, through all of my twenties, through my first marriage, well, not all of my twenties, it was my early twenties and into my mid twenties with my first marriage. Um, we were set that we didn't want kids. We were living that uh, party lifestyle, party every day, um, drinking, all of that. And I and and I would watch like all us. I was married to the military in the past, and I would watch all of these other military wives, and they'd have their kids, and and really, I would I would um, probably only pick out the complaints that I would hear around me. I would feel uncomfortable. Um, like I didn't fit in. And I thought, who would want this? Like, who would want this whole mom thing? If it puts a damper in you, you know, like, I don't want that. Then I got into my late twenties after that relationship ended. Uh, and after my divorce, I got into a relationship that was an abusive one and was going on during the time where I struggled with the worst of my battle with alcoholism. And coming out of that, I'll tell you, I was an empty shell of a person. There was nothing left in me. And I didn't even want my life. If that was what it was going to be, like if that was my life and I, I couldn't change it, um, then I didn't want this life. I didn't, I, I believed that there was nothing for me at that time. And, uh, 
having that kind of feeling, it's like, if I don't want this life, even for myself, and I don't know how to change it, I would never want to bring a life into this life when I can barely bring myself through it. So that was a journey too. And I got free when I got free of that, I began to see what life could be through Christ without Christ. Even when I got free from my situations, I was still lost and it took a lot of work to find myself, but it had to be through Christ. And I learned what life could be through that. And eventually I did want to be married again. I did want to have a family, all of it. But as I got older, you know, 32 onto 33, 33 onto 34. And I'm like, man, there's just, I'm just not finding any prospects and I'm not falling in love. (laughs) So as I was getting older and the years were passing, I became more afraid that maybe I'd never find anyone or maybe I just couldn't have children at all because when I look back at my past, I've never been pregnant before. And with my past and all the promiscuity that I've had in my previous life, I, I, I really just didn't want to even find out that I couldn't have kids if that was a possibility. And so it's best that I convinced myself that I didn't want to be a mom. That was fear. That was fear that ran me. I've now learned that there is no fear in love. It says so in the Bible in 1 John 4.18. It tells me that there is no fear in love. Bam. See, I quoted it word for word. (laughs) It goes on to say, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. I have no need to be punished for my past. I am a daughter of God. I am forgiven. So I am filled with his perfect love. Can anyone deny that God is the perfect one? His love is not flawed or flaky or whatever. It's perfect love. And so if he has called me to motherhood, then it's his love that's flowing through my baby's veins. Love that will be even my own love because I have his love. And I'm thinking that means that I will be able to love my child beyond, beyond my wildest imagination of what love could ever be. So I may literally have this kid in a few hours from the time of recording this, who knows? Um, but I can tell you with confidence, no matter the lies that that the enemy is trying to fight me with right now in these days leading up to one of the biggest days of my life, um, I can say with confidence that because I know God to be like who he is, that he is constant and he is truth, um, that I know that I am at just the perfect age to have my first child, that I will learn more about kids and be more comfortable around them, and that I can love my child. And that really, truly, I have always wanted to be a mother. And that I am truly living my life in faith and hope in my Heavenly Father, who is good. He is good. He is constant. He is true. 
And so I pray with that being said and sharing all of that and just kind of where I am right now, um, today that I hope that if you were listening to this, whether it was, you know, because of momhood that you're facing coming up for you or, um, anything else that you're going through, that you're having any kind of lies that you're having to battle through, um, it's a journey. It's a process of healing. And the greatest thing about having a calling into a next step in your life, that is the unknown is that, uh, there's healing in that. And I pray that when you listened to this episode, that maybe some chains are loosened and maybe if your heart has been closed, that maybe this sharing my story will allow, help you allow God into your heart so that he can do the work in you to make you as he created you to be, as he intended you to be. Because I'm a testimony to that, that and so many people I've seen too, that there's so much more that God can do through us. And there's so much more in you than you think. The things that you think you didn't want or things that you think you used to want and can't have, there's God's capable of bringing that back, of bringing it back to life again, or inspiring something in you, you never thought you could have. So I pray that for you. Um, and, um, with that being said, I will now sign off and it may be a couple weeks because I should be having a baby here, you know, real soon. So safe to say there will be no new episode next week. And I normally say I'll be back in your ears next week. Instead, I'll be back in your ears real soon. My friends, thank you for listening to the Holy Equipped Podcast. Will you help me grow this ministry and the mission to make discipling disciples of Christ? That is, teaching Christians how to grow and teach other Christians, who also teach Christians, how to be warriors for Christ. If this episode spoke to you, please leave a review. And if you really want to help me spread the mission, share this episode with a friend. If you haven't yet, follow or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If you want to connect and be besties with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Molina. that's O-K-I-E, Molina, and say hello. Just tag me in your stories or send me a DM. I'm so excited to connect with you. Until next week, know that you are called and equipped by God.